Happy Friday, everyone. Are we live? I think we are. This one's good. That, that one's, one's good. good. Yours is connecting. This one's checked connections. Laptop's doing something. We've got Facebook on that one. Happy, very good morning to everybody out there. I'm not sure if you can hear me. Dan Dan, can, good morning to you too. Can you hear me? Give me a thumbs up, a wave. I am wearing my beats. Um, hopefully this works as a better microphone, but we had pretty good luck last time. If you cannot hear me, Denzel, please let me know. Indeed. <laughs> Is that a yes? <laughs> I'm assuming that's a yes. <laughs> Alright, so um, how are you, Stefan? Good, man. It's good to hear. Still winding up. <laughs> Still be awake. Still waking up. <laughs> Still waking up. Um, well, basically with... Um, Last week we were introducing why we're doing these Instagram lives and yep, I think it's kind of like our duty of care to be out there and talking about something at yep, least we sure. have some experience in. Um, what kind of things have happened with you between now and last week? Oof. I think too much, too little time. I think quite a bit and also not, not enough. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's a bit like a up and down to be honest. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's been a pretty hectic week over here yeah. Momentum. Um, I've had some pretty good feedback with um, a lot of the questions. Um, I also happen to have released a video on YouTube about intermittent fasting and dieting and I had a few people reach out and I've got some questions that we're going to answer later on. Uh, this camera here, I think, needs some work. Yeah. Um, but while we're doing that, um, well, today's theme was actually about training and I think both of us have had a pretty good experience when it comes to training. Um, technical difficulties on one of the cameras, that's why Stefan's right shoulder is blasting on the camera. Um, but today we want to talk about training and, well, first of all, what do you specify in when it comes to training? What do I specify in terms of training, working out, lifting weights? Um, Gym-wise, it's more of a routine, really. It, after all these years training and now I've started training more people, I feel like even now a lot of people are just coming to the gym confused with what they're supposed to do when they go in. Pretty standard. Even now I'm quite surprised to be honest. I'll, I'll touch base on that because I'm the same as well. I have absolutely, I'm going to say no idea, but when I first started something I had also felt that kind of anxiety going into a gym. Yes. Um, and that was in my ninth year of training. We'll talk more about that a little bit later on. Um, but when I first started going in, I had to try and fight every single thing, tooth and nail, to try and find out how I can get myself in there. Because the rule number one is, and I'm not sure if you agree with this, but it's just show up. Yep, correct. If you don't show up, you can't get shit done. Oops, I swore. <laughs> um, but we're going to touch base on that a little bit more. Um, if you could summarize the way that you support and supply exercises to people, what are your specialties or your three top priorities when it comes to training? Training is probably I have what their goal in mind is, what they're actually trying to achieve mm. to start with. So whether it's trying to build some muscle, um, lose weight, but when I say lose weight, it's it means more of a losing fat. Mm. You can't just lose weight without knowing what you actually want to um, achieve because I can literally just step on a scale today and tomorrow and I'd say oh I've lost weight but that's not what we're actually trying to achieve here right and then third one is probably 
hmm, educating my clients, mm -hmm. just seeing they're actually understanding why they're doing it and being able to, you know, be more independent. Well, touching base on that lose weight, um, and you work with her, so if Ray's listening to this, we had a little saying where if you wanted to lose weight, go lick a bus stop. <laughs> because you'll get really sick, you'll throw up your guts, and your weight will definitely go down on the scales. But that is not the goal. Exactly. And you touched base on that really well. When it comes to training and the three priorities with us, we always go say, we always try and say to prioritize the basics. After that, you want to prioritize your compounds. And then after that, what you want to do is actually focus on strength before cardio. I believe that cardio is good, is great for your heart, but at the same time, in a sense of body recomposition, body recomposition, should I say, sorry about my uh, talking this morning, my wife is here, she's making me a little bit nervous, and <laughs> good morning, honey. Uh, do you want to scream out good morning to everyone? Hi, everyone. <laughs> um, cardio is kind of like the, uh, the last resort to add on top, because when it comes to everything, and Maybe it's because I'm owning a business right now and writing show notes as I go along with this so I can keep the flow going. Um, exercise and weight loss and this whole journey is no different to running a business. And I had to learn something when I was running this business. And most businesses always say this. It's about the minimal viable product. Because if you put the most expensive product out there fast and, fast and hard, it doesn't mean it's going to give you a great return. It just means you put a lot up front. So when it comes to this health thing as well, cover the basics, do the easiest thing possible first, and then you drive a system to have to help you drive forward further. Because if you can get all your basics lined up first, then you can actually go into the specific stuff and the major things. And um, we'll talk about a little bit more about that in, uh, later on. Now. Training, 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 training. Where did you first start when you started training? Where, um, it's actually gym-wise, the actual location. Oh, no, different. how did you start training? Oh, like, I, what type of training splits did you do? Um, things that will uh, be able to help someone out there who may be starting off as well. Okay, um, when I first started, it's actually way different to how I actually train now. Mm. Because back when I started, actually... You know, just went in the gym with friends and then, you know, the fact that you're training together with a friend from uni or school, it made it feel like you're, uh, I guess, doing something together. So it's a bit of a bonding sesh with yeah. your mates <laughs> in that sense. Yeah, meeting at the bar at a different place. Oh uh, yeah, it's a different bar. <laughs> yeah. Tell us more about that. So like, what were your splits? Um, man, I'd say a lot of upper body to start with and then even the when I was training legs it was mainly the machines so back in the day it was machines so I'd say if you're familiar probably the uh, leg extensions um, I thought you didn't train legs <laughs> that's isolation it's like oh it's an in thing back in the day yeah oh yeah it was <laughs> and then there was a leg curl and then maybe when we felt really brave it was uh, more of a uh, you know the uh, leg press Leg press, leg 45 press was, degree. Yeah, that's one. It was uh, hardcore back I, in the day. Oh, I swear I almost popped a hernia doing that. <laughs> Thinking I was Ronnie Coleman. Um, no, no, I completely agree. Like, 
I, first of all, when I got into the training as well, the, the training, the training, um, as always, it's from bodybuilding. Um, and back then it was very hard to find content. And I first got in because I wanted to play basketball. I was getting bullied because I was um, playing forward and center and I was tall and lanky, but I wasn't strong. I wasn't fast enough to play guard. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna put some more weight on. And when I did that, I just went to anybodybuilding.com and Ronnie Coleman was the first one at the time and just followed it. And it was all the general splits from chest tries, back buys, uh, legs, hamstring, quads. I think we were talking about this last week as well. And then from there, it was just a matter of trying to put on mass. And when you're trying to put on mass, it will help you. Um, so one thing I'll say is that when it comes to body recomp, no matter if it's fat loss or weight loss, the first thing is the word is actually body recomp. So for those of you out there who are trying to lose weight for any given reason, first think about what are you trying to do and the body recomp is a good one to know about because it's not always just cardio, it's not always just muscle. Um, the priority would be to put on muscle because it helps you with the long term. And um, what do you kind of tell people when it comes to body recomps? It's more of a try to improve your, basically when you in a body recomp, everyone has a different, um, you know, the uh, caloric expect, uh, expenditure that they use on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So I just teach them that if in order to improve your metabolism in which you use your calorie every day, you know, imagine um, your body uses a certain amount of energy today so but by putting on on more muscle yeah. you'd be able to use more um, calorie in a day which and then that will uh, improve your body composition as well as you do that yeah. so, because it's all about um, energy in and out in general mm. Mm, what else I think when it comes to body recomp we always tell people this well, first of all everyone has the same elements that make the weight so we have water, organs, visceral as well, blood, and then after that comes the two most heaviest ones, bone, muscle, and fat. Yep, correct. So we tell people, look, your weight may actually stay the same completely all the way through, but you may actually see a change in the actual amounts of each of these. And that's what a body composition scanner is. It scans fat mass, muscle mass, bone mass to a certain extent if you have a DEXA and that's very accurate but reliability is another thing. We'll talk about that another time. But if you can focus on those things, what you're really trying to do is not lose weight. You're actually trying to change the amounts of those, what the weight is comprised of. So you might want to decrease the fat um, component and increase the muscle mass component. Um, and everyone has, to a certain extent, the same amounts of water as well. And visceral, you can't change visceral in the sense of how big your spleen's gonna be. But those are the things that we can focus on through training. So what I would highly recommend for anyone out there when it comes to training, first look at the strength component, then look into your muscle mass component, then start trying to see what we can do to decrease the fat mass component, but in that order. Um, did you have anything else to add on to that? Hopefully I got your juices going. Yeah, it's all about the training in that sense, correct? Nothing I can add on except because it just, I just tell them it takes time. Everyone will have a, kind of they get into it at a different pace as well because obviously your lifestyle is different. So 
you do need to be more of a consistent, I'd tell them, oh, I'd rather have you be able to train and adopt this kind of habit over a period of like even six months and then be as consistent as you can, like call it seven out of 10 versus you being able to do it um, perfectly for a week and then you quit after because it's too hard, you can't keep it up. Yeah. So that will suck guys. So remember, <laughs> you have to um, take it easy and like imagine if you just maybe do a few machines here and there, it's probably better than um, doing nothing to start with, to yeah. be honest. Anything is better than yeah. nothing. So if you're training out there, you're not quite getting the result, don't worry, you've, you've won half the battle, uh, you're just gonna perfect it. So I can see Daz is back on, he's gonna say something about stringers soon, I bet. <laughs> um, I don't think that phone's gonna work today. Yeah, I think mine just kinda died. Oh. Alright, I've got a question for you actually, Stefan, and probably everything out there, everyone out there who might have a question too. You have a complete beginner who's coming into you, hasn't trained before, and I've written down a certain types of um, splits that you can do in terms of training. We have hit, cardio only, uh, circuit, powerlifting, and bro splits. Those those five there, and in case you need to remember them, they're right there. Yep. What would you recommend for a person who is A, trying to lose weight? What would you recommend out of all of them? Which one would you least recommend first? <laughs> I'd least recommend the uh the hit and the powerlifting yeah. <laughs> for weight loss because one, their cardio capacity is not probably wouldn't, wouldn't be, able, be able to keep up, sorry about that mix of words and powerlifting wise, I think they're just going to get injured yeah. the technical skills is not there yet mm. so in terms of that, we, that leaves with a circuit or cardio and even the bro split to be honest is probably pretty good mm. because bro split doesn't just necessarily include the free weights because if they're not even technically sound in terms of the movement or knowledge of how to use certain things, I think machines are probably one of the best ways to get into it, yeah. slowly in there and build like their foundations and even habits into it. Mm. And then cardio is always a must in terms of, um, you know, you have to have the strength component and the cardio together so it's more efficient that way obviously why would you uh not do um the best way possible well optimized um way possible yeah and then circuit wise you can do something easier more of a um i'd call it the uh, low steady state cardio or nothing too crazy just to get you going to start with at least yeah i think it's quite interesting how you mentioned that because yeah all of them will go, um, but with the principles that we hold at Momentum, we always like to make sure it's something measurable. I completely agree with most of what you said there, yep. um, but only because I'm splitting hairs right now. Powerlifting is, first of all, a, it is a strength output, it is a sport. So it's like, should I play basketball to lose weight? No, you're playing basketball to win, first of all. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to powerlifting, it is squat, bench, deadlift focused. It's kind of, do you end up competing in powerlifting? That's another question. Um, but if you're focusing on squat, bench, and deadlift, honestly, if you get the skill up for that, I honestly believe that's a great way to lose, do weight loss, but cardio is not really component of that, isn't it? No, it's not. Yeah. Um, hit training, I 
am starting to explore a little bit of this. So I've started chucking in some EMOMs. Um, that's every minute on the minute for some people out there. Some AMRAP sets and five, like three to five circuit rounds for my clients and people at Momentum. Um, just to get their conditioning up as well, because we're not pure powerlifting here. Um, and it has worked, so I'm not going to say it doesn't. Yeah. But would I give that, you know, four days a week? No. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm at to start with. So we introduce it maybe down the track, maybe not at the start. Yeah, and um, for those beginners out there, do not try the air bike first. Um, if that person's listening, he knows what I mean. Yeah, probably. <laughs> bin, please come. <laughs> Take yeah, bin oh, in. yeah, get the bins in. Um, circuit training, once again, I believe has its place. Um, bro split, well, that's really us splitting hairs again, because that's like what back bias, chest bias, chest yeah. triceps, all those components. And then cardio, well, you need to do cardio. What I really put down there is it depends on who you are as a person, but I would actually recommend, and let me know if you agree as well, I would recommend all five of those things at some point in time. Yes, at some point in time. Maybe after some time you can go into certain things. Yeah. It depends on, again, as you said, individual. So preference, seeing how they progress, and then if there's anything that's stopping them from actually doing it. <laughs> yeah. So maybe some people have uh, limitations in their flexibility, yeah. getting to certain positions, so maybe even taking a step back and making some certain exercises way easier. Because mm. they're not actually programs, so to speak. Yeah. These five things I've just listed, they're more like elements of training. They're like ingredients of a recipe. Yeah, yeah. You will need to use it eventually. So you will eventually need to do some sort of hit training. You eventually need to do some sort of circuit training. You eventually need to do some cardio. You eventually, you know, prior you eventually benefit from doing some powerlifting based concepts. You eventually um, be able to benefit from bro, the bro split as well. So it's kind of like, I read, I remember being told this one, I can't remember where I got it from. It's like we're all artists, we all use the same tools in terms of paintbrushes and paint and easels, but what we create out of it is completely different compared to what we want and dependent on what you want. So. That's a cool one to learn out there. Oh, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> Very creative. Um, now, we are running a little bit of time today, but we'll see if we've got any more stuff. If you have any questions straight up on IG, guys, uh, feel free just to DM us or to put onto our screen right now. Um, did you have any people, or did you have any questions throughout the week when you were meeting with your clients and had appointments? Oh, yeah, there's a few things. It's more of a, so, free weights versus machines. Oh, free weights versus machines. Yeah. And That's always the case that everyone, some people avoid free weights for a certain reason. Yeah. Some people just strictly do machines, yeah, etc. So, for the sake of body comp, what do you believe in? Free weights or machines? Actually, do both. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on the client, but, well, I prefer them to actually learn get something out of it like in terms of a skill set so i generally introduce them to a lot more movement based exercises so that'll be the squatting the pushing and the pulling so that is a lot better in my opinion if we do spend some time with the free weights but that's just how i coach my clients mm. well as you can see in my gym we have no machines so we have to be a little bit more creative when it comes to training so, like you though, I do, I do um, believe that both of them have their time and place. So what I would say is, if you're doing free weights, squat, bench, deadlift, Romanian deadlift, lunges, 
grows, all that is great, but they have some sort of skill component to it. Correct. It yep. depends on how coordinated you are and how good you are with your body in space. When it comes to things like machines, and hopefully you agree with this one too, and hopefully everyone out there will know it too, it is kind of like, <laughs> I said this last night to one of my newest clients, and I said, <laughs> mate, just think of this as caveman work. Just do it. There's no concept to it. Once you understand the movement, it's just caveman work. You just do it. So say, let's think of um, a chest press on the machines. After you get your back set, you learn how to go where your arms go because they can't really go anywhere else. Yeah. It's just caveman. Just go full range of motion, go caveman on this and get that muscle pumping. But the skill of the push-up, the skill of the bench press, those are things where you have to focus and slow it down a little bit so you can actually benefit from it. Yep, correct. Cool. Um, but because we have no machines here, we have other concepts to work things. Now I have a question here. It's Dazza. Can you build decent muscle doing hit circuits? See, this is gonna be a twofold. What do you think first? This is actually a tricky one. So in terms, it actually, <laughs> in more, it's more of a, do you just strictly do that by itself? Or do you actually include it with other training sessions mm. and also, we might not have time to cover this, but it also involves nutrition as well. So it's like everything, to be honest. Mm. So it depends on what. Is it just hit by itself? Yeah. I'm guessing? Um, I'm guessing it is. And yeah, it, like everything, it always depends on that nutrition spot, um, part. But let's focus on, I guess, just the muscle building part. What do you think? Do you think it has enough to give you the ability to build more muscle? Okay, cool. There's no other question. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I was just <laughs> so what, yep. do you, what do you think? Yes, to a certain extent. And it also depends on what are you trying to achieve when you say building muscle as well. Mm. So, I guess generally I'd say yes. <laughs> yeah. Let's break that down a little bit more. So, first of all, what is the definition of decent muscle? Yeah. Um, that's Correct. relative to each person. If you're talking about IFBB, no. <laughs> if you're talking about me when I was 16 and 47 kilos and maybe I'll b-roll a video of myself being young and skinny um, yes because anything is better than nothing if you are not training yes anything is better than nothing and um, it depends on what levels of exercise you're doing so say for example if I look honestly the only hit type of training that I can really think of is either I'm going to say the brand name is F45 or CrossFit Ah, yeah. CrossFit um, is not there to build muscle. CrossFit is there as a sport to get an outcome, to get a score, and it is hard, and I, I am very, very jealous of everyone who can do it. Um, but there is mostly skill-based outcomes. Yep. So when it comes to that, are people going in thinking that they're going to build muscle like IFBB? No. Um, but if they're going to go into it thinking that they are going to build some muscle, yes, because if you're going to scale up in some of these skill-based movements like muscle-ups to ring muscle-ups, snatches and increasing your snatch, box jumps and going ham on that, you are going to build some sort of muscle. Like that's just the general gist. Um, you need stimulus and then adaptation and you'll get better. When it comes to um, F45, 
Um, yes, look, keep saying the same thing again. If you have no background in exercise, you do it, you're gonna build some sort of muscle, but more than likely the outcomes of something like that, with the heart rate being quite high, you're gonna get your energy expenditure up, you're not actually putting too much strain on the muscle in the sense of hypertrophy and stretch, which is the reason why we build muscle. Um, you're mostly gonna burn fat. And it's like, I compare HIT to almost like going for a run with intervals. Um, okay. It will, sure. it will definitely get you stronger to a certain extent specifically. Yep. But it won't get you Michael B. Jordan big. Yep. <laughs> exactly. So I guess if if you want to get Jack, probably try a different workout. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, and at sometimes it's gonna be a matter of, hey, look, I've been doing all this type of training, this one type of training all the time. You kind of need to know that if you change your stimulus, something else will happen. Your body goes, hey, look, I need to adapt even better. So. Uh, Joe DeFranco, I think it was, he was saying that he's training very much strength conditioning, power-based movements, strength-based movements, or barbell-based movements. And one day when he was opening up his new gym, he was opening it up and it was, he had no time. He literally got in and just did circuit-based training with machines and he said, I retained my muscle mass. So he goes, why was that? And he goes, probably because for the last 30 years, I've been doing nothing but squat, bench, deadlift. Now I'm just going in and going hard on upper body exercises for all the machines and okay. he's getting that pump and hypertrophy so it's something different the adaptation or the stimulus needs to be a little bit more challenging each time yep which is why we also say go back to the basics uh, i've got a question here as well from danny and whilst it's still all right i want to maintain my body size and yet still be able to beat my pbs and while still losing body fat and while it will be as based on nutrition and the current workout regimen i work on won't change that and we have more questions here. Though. All right, I'll go with that one in a moment. Yeah. So first of all, I have to go in like this close because I need to read it. I want to maintain my body size and yet still be able to beat my PBs. All right, there's a few more informations up there, I guess. All right, cool. So if you want to maintain your body size and hit your PBs, uh, there's two few things. First of all, strength is a more of a neural output as well and skill-based. But if you're in a caloric deficit and you're in quite a lot of a deficit, your strength will start to dip. And just like everything in economics in the world as well, you can tell me about Bitcoin later <laughs> and cryptos. It's about optimal. Um, where is your optimal kind of biomechanics? Because everything requires something to work on. And for example, and you can probably go through this as well. Uh, when I was doing powerlifting, I found myself being able to deadlift better at a leaner body weight around 80 as compared to when I was 91 because of my gut. Yeah. Yeah. So different leverages, your different position when you get into positions. The belly not pushing back on me as much. That's yep. a big one. Um, so second part of that, and while still losing body fat as well, will it be based on nutrition? And the current workout regimen won't change that. Well, first of all, if you want to decrease body fat, it is about being in a caloric deficit for a sustained amount of time. I'm not going to go into hormones and leptins. I know some people really love that. I think that's a bit too further down the track and we can go more That's a bit specific. Yeah. And it's like trying to pinpoint one thing when you have got a really poor foundation in terms of the pyramid. First of all, let's work one system at a time. If it gets to the point where you're focusing on insulin spikes, but you have poor cal caloric deficit. Yeah. Yeah, look, you're looking at the wrong thing. You just got to look at that later on. Let's focus on the basics first. Line and up those then, ducks. to top it off, imagine if you work a full-time stress job and all you do is sit down. Yeah. That, that's not going to help your 
um, losing your body fat and improving your composition, I think it's better to also consider other other things such as your sleep as well. Yeah. To, to top it off, for oh, example. For sure. So it's everything. Yeah, I mean, like at the end of the day, as much as we talk about body comp, it is also about knowing about your full life. Your life still has to have meaning. Yeah, you still correct. have to have balance. You still have to have energy. Um, you still have to be happy um, with all of this. So if you're in a caloric deficit because you want to lose weight, but your energy is level going low, you're stressed out even more. Hey, look, you've got bigger things to fry. Like weight loss is not it just yet. Focus on those things first. Then we can focus on that little body fat percentage. Um, we have a question here and it says, how do you learn how to gym to start off with? Uh, most young people nowadays learning that from their friends and YouTube. Um, how can we ensure that young people today are learning weight-based exercises in proper form to avoid injuries? Well, first of all, how did you learn to gym? Friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, back then, it was a lot harder to learn stuff. Um, and I'm gonna give some tips for the younger people who actually want to make progress. Um, I learned because I studied. <laughs> And I'm going to say this right now um, for, I read this from Elon Musk. He goes, you can have a degree, or there's a difference between intelligence and knowledge. It's the reason why we have educated fools with degrees. <laughs> um, so there's the on-hand skills. I did a sports science degree. I was a personal trainer and you know, 90% of the people who came through the courses didn't actually have any gym experience. And we go, why? Um, and just because you need to throw yourself into that deep end. There's only one way to learn. Do it. <laughs> just do, do it, do live it, it learn it. Yeah. Try and perfect it. Um, that's how I learned it. Um, I learned a lot of from mistakes. Yeah. Did you have a formal coach or trainer at all? Um, currently, yes, but back in the day, not quite. Not really. Nah, not at all. I never had a face-to-face -face trainer, um, but I did train with friends yeah. who were more experienced and they yeah, picked correct. up on these things and I studied it. And I did actually learn it off YouTube. And that was when the times where YouTube was um, kind of manifesting its fitness yeah, channels. Yeah, it started popping out. Um, I think if everyone out there who's sort of aware of the fitness um, thing in YouTube, it's pretty big now. But back in the day, it was actually pretty hard to get information at all, even from YouTube. Yeah. Um, oh. It was off the uh, actually fitness magazines. Yeah. And then um, there was one website back in the day, bodybuilding.com was actually pretty good, I feel. I haven't been on that website in ages. Yeah, but back in the day, it has a lot mm. of workouts to try, even um, photos. Photos, diagrams, yeah, diagrams. printed off. Yeah, exactly. People everything. People were being sponsored to do their programs on there. It was awesome. Um, did you ever watch Scooby Fitness? Yes, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was this guy with a hat and he just trained in his own home. It was massive, um, but he was like most realistic and authentic person. And if you need the formula for that, it'll be amazing. Um, so yeah, that's how we learnt. Uh, YouTube is a good place to learn. For those guys who are a little bit younger, obviously money's a hard thing, so YouTube, go for it. Just make sure you get someone who is reputable, um, someone who knows their understanding what they're doing. And I think this is a big one. Not afraid to change their outset on something if they made a mistake and they own up to it. Yep, correct. We all make mistakes. Um, how can we ensure that young people today are learning weight-based exercises in proper form to avoid injuries? Well, I'm trying to do this through all the video content and YouTube and all those things. How about you? Me? Um, yes, and Matt Ogus, who was a big influence in my life. Actually, yeah, same. 
Um, think in terms of that, there's a lot of probably self-study required, to be honest, and just being open to actually pick things up instead of saying, "Oh, I apparently know everything already." Yeah. Kind of mindset, or just not just open-minded, really. Yeah. I think with kids, I don't try and teach kids. I don't do it because their limitation is their parent. So really what I'm trying to do is prioritize all my information to target um, people around my age who have kids who might be a little bit older. They are the people that need to know it. So I'm going to be putting a lot of my information to people around my age or a little bit older and go, hey, look, I need to influence my lifestyle to change my, my kids' lifestyle, my younger kids' lifestyle. And um, we always say that to parents, grandkids, and all, or grandparents, I say, not grandkids, yep. um, that we are going to be influencing these tiny little humans to be adults one day. How you treat them, how you educate them, how you expose them is going to be how they're going to grow up eventually. Um, for kids, if you are listening, or younger adults, um, know that exercise is going to help you, even if you're studying, even if you're in high school, even if you're in uni. Um, you need to find some sort of exercise output, some sort of dopamine hit. Um, if you want to learn something, um, I would say learn it to the best of your ability with someone who has the education. But if you're going to pay 10 bucks or 50 bucks or whatever it might be, expect to get only 10 or 20 bucks or 50 bucks worth of value because what you learn needs to be dynamic, just like your uni lectures, just like your, um, hopefully your uni lectures anyway. Um, when you ask a question, you get a re you get an answer and response back as well. It's coaching at the end of the day. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, what would you say to that one for the younger people? Younger people, I'd say if you're just about to get into your, um, even before getting to your professional career or mm. graduate job, etc., I'd say, spend time actually training during uni actually build up those habits yeah because during uni you have so much time i think you have more time than after um when you have families and kids and stuff oh for sure um so when i hear younger people um in uni saying they don't have time i'm just sort of scratching my head i'm just like are you sure <laughs> so are you sure you're not spending time um in the bars like every weekend or something yeah or just playing video games maybe yeah I mean for those younger people who say hey look I don't have the money there are so many things that you can offer to small business coaches to even other places like hey look I'll clean your gym for free I will do this and that like something can be done if you're willing to do it and make sure it gets written on contract um, but there are so many things that you can do for smaller businesses yeah absolutely. and me as a business owner you as a business owner hey look um, there are things where you can benefit by you being more authentic to health as well. Um, we got into this business not to make millions and millions of dollars. That's always a, that's a happy little thing we can think about, but that's why we have a lotto. <laughs> um, but we did this so that we can get millions and millions of dollars worth of feels and fuzzies. Um, we really love helping people. Yeah, that's the case. And lots of lack of sleep. Lack <laughs> For of me, sleep. lack oh. of sleep. Holy moly. <laughs> Um, I actually had a question come through from YouTube and I'm going to answer it oh, that's awesome. and you can help as well. Sure. So this particular person was saying that they wanted to reduce their waist measurement, female by the way, um, doing lots of ab workouts between Monday and Friday, wears a 15 pound vest, does some virtual boxing, height's about 5 foot 8, so I'm not going to try to say, I'm, six, I'm 5 foot 9 I think, um, so a little bit taller than... About 170. Yeah. 
Um, um, 70, 174, 172, Quick something maths. like that. Yeah, we you metric here. We you <laughs> metric here. Um, weight 135, that's about 60 kilos because that's how much I bench yep. on my max day. And um, diet wise, what can I do? Let's, um, let's take this from the top down. First of all, I actually read this on Instagram um, and also on Facebook about people trying to lose a certain part of their waist and female and they go, well shit, that was actually part of my uterus. <laughs> I wouldn't know that. So now I want to be able to be the person to go, females out there, if you have this little bump around your waist, guess what? If it's not your waist measurement, it's probably, or it's like excess fat around the waist, it's probably just your uterus and your pelvis and that's how your body's made. So don't feel um, like that's something you should be trying to target. It's like me trying to change the shape of my shoulder by lopsiding it. Um, don't let that affect you. The next thing is, um, diet-wise, what do you think? Depends on what she's, I, sorry, yeah, what she's currently doing. So we have to actually break down what you're currently eating for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and mm. your lifestyle as well. So maybe you'd be eating out how many times a day. So basically, ideally, we'll have to eat more of a balanced nutri um, balanced diet, of course. Yeah. Um, I'd like to incorporate, personally, 80-20, um, even to my clients. So 80 What's 80-20? Yep. Sorry. So that, of course, good. I'll explain that now. So 80-20 rule is basically 80% of your um, whole unprocessed foods, if possible, and 20% is more of your fun foods. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I did not formalize that, but I like that. I'm implementing that too. Um, I always say, like, back to the start, first let's focus on um, minimal viable product or easiest thing done first and see where it takes us. So I wouldn't go into straightaway intermittent fasting. That's where um, the question came from that video. Don't go straight into intermittent fasting. First of all, let's analyze what can we do, 80-20 rule first. Um, and the first thing after that would be, how many calories are you consuming? Try and find that. And then from there, see how it happens and keep it consistent as possible for now. So try and keep a safe number for now. I would say one four, one six is usually good. Um, try that for two weeks, see what happens with body comp, see what happens with your waist measurement, see what happens with energy levels, see what happens to your weight. From there, if it starts to go, hey look, I'm losing weight too fast, we'll add some more calories. If say you are losing, gaining weight, decrease it back down again to one or 200 calories and see what happens. Um, I've made those numbers up, so you gotta try and find out what works well for you. If it's anything less than a thousand, it's a big no already because no one should be eating less than a thousand calories. That's like so little. <laughs> That's so little, especially if you're training as much as you say you are. The next thing I would say from there is leave intermittent fasting for later on because you wanna be using those small tricks and tips and all that kind of stuff as last resort, so like your trump card. If you play it now, you have very little to be able to work on from after that. You want to start at the best places you can as possible. Yeah, easy things first. Easy things will take you very far. Uh, fast things will take you well as far as you can and then it relapses again. Correct. And I, always, I was just talking about this before, um, perfection is the killer of productivity. So make sure you just get it done, see what happens, try your best, and then if you can't get it done, reevaluate. That's the hardest thing.
Reevaluation is the hardest one for most people, don't you think? Oh, yep. Because they always attach a certain value to a certain number mm. or progress by a certain time. So, oh, so it's more of an expectation, really. You have yeah. to set your expectation to, um, to be acceptable and, and so it's not unrealistic. Mm. That's way important. Yeah. Um, when it comes to training, very good. You're training consistently. Now, I'm only just talking about what I would do with my formula. I would get something programmed personally because everything that can be measured can be managed. Um, if you're just check, you know, checking out YouTube and choosing any five random workouts, yep. not so much measured, not so much programmed, not so much manageable. And how can you get something manageable and programmed? Um, get a coach, that's number one. Find a program. Um, as much as we were, we weren't bagging it out actually, but bodybuilding.com has something repeatable that you can keep doing. Um, and who knows, Momentum may have one too. Um, <laughs> Soon. <laughs> yeah, how about Alchemy? <laughs> yeah, Alchemy would have yeah. one too. <laughs> um, and just something that you can base it off. I know it won't be as fast and fantastic as you'd like it to be, but remember, this is a lifelong journey. Um, we always want to be healthy for the rest of our life. We want to keep exercising for the rest of our life. If we keep training hard, eventually it's going to slow down, shock to the system, maybe a bit of our identity crisis after. Yeah. So, I'd say leave out the uh, flashy exercises in, um, for the gym fail videos, man. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the one thing that was also mentioned was, um, hey look, I just eat like trash as well. well that was the actual definition of what was said, quoted. Um, it is hard. Um, try and find some foods and I always say sit down for five to ten minutes and write down, okay, I can eat this because it's easy, it's repeatable, it's something I can prepare. Preparation is very important when it comes to anything. And I feel like this is a reflection of um, life, not just exercise and health. Yep. If you are poorly Perfect. prepared for you know, your work meeting, if you're poorly prepared for your appointments, if you're poorly prepared for you know, your time schedules to meet up with friends, yeah, you're not gonna have much luck. Exactly, and also, it, it, all, it's, it, it is all about strategy. So let's say if you have uh, junk food sitting there just right in front of you or just sitting on the table, you'll eventually eat it, trust me, you will. Yeah. So the easiest thing to do is make everything as hard as possible to be found. So if it's junk food, don't even have it in the house. If it's fast food, make sure it's on a Saturday. I'm gonna leave it there because I've got a person coming in now. Absolutely, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll be back live again Time on Friday. Flies. Yes. Really and quick. This will be posted onto my YouTube um, in the next day, 36 hours. How about you? Yeah, I'll be on IGTV and face my own Facebook as well. Yep. Probably within the next two hours, probably. <laughs> I'll also put this on my uh, Spotify. So if you want to follow our Momentum podcast, feel free to do that as well. Thank you, everybody. All right. And Sounds good. Yeah, feel free to DM us if you have any more questions for the future. Absolutely. Or touch us on anything. Touch up on anything. <laughs> Catch you Bye. next week. Bye. 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 Take Bye. care. How do I stop this? Just press X. And now.